Welcome to the Hotter on Top podcast hosted by me, Becca Kavanaugh. This podcast is the place where I share with you the behind the scenes of building an online service-based business without the hustle. I went from working multiple jobs, hustling 12 hours a day, you name it, I have been there, to channeling my genius into a potent business that gives me the freedom and flexibility to work whenever and however the fuck I want. Now I am here to help you sell out your services without losing your sanity or yourself by using belief work and sustainable strategies so you can build a business that supports your dream life. Think of this podcast as your dose of deep business and personal development that will give you the juice and confidence you need to start taking audacious action on your desires right now. So if you're ready to feel hot and on top, then let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope that you're having a beautiful week. Y'all, it's gonna be fall soon and I am so excited. I am absolutely a proud pumpkin whore and I'm a slut for Halloween. It's my favorite holiday. So, you know, every year we get these heat waves. So I am just, I have to get through these crazy heat waves that come every year in my area this time of year. And I am just ready to be done um, with the heat and I'm ready for it to be fall. I've decorated my home and all the things. So I am ready, ready, ready. I hope you have fall vibes wherever you are living. Um, I'm channeling some of that through these heat waves. <laughs> and if you are also going through heat waves, I get you. I'm right there with you. And we will come out on the other side to see fall. I'm so excited when that does come. So And of course, I'm going to be sharing all that on Instagram. I love sharing all my Halloween content. So, you know, in October, my content looks like Halloween, coaching, and mindset shifts, and business tips, and more Halloween. (laughs) So if you're into that, definitely keep up with me on my stories. So today, I want to share with you a very, very important topic. Um, Today, I want to talk to you about clean selling. These strategies and teachings that I'm going to be sharing with you today will absolutely help you better your sales skills and be able to sign even more clients because you won't be carrying around like your biases when it comes to selling, which let's be honest, will put you ahead of the curve because not many people are taught this or are even aware that they're selling from like an unclean, unbalanced place. Now, if you're going throughout this episode and thinking, oh my God, I've been selling from this quote unquote, like unclean place, that is absolutely okay. And I would even say that's a little bit normalized, right? I think we've all been there at one point or another because that's how selling has been taught or shown to us. And this doesn't make you wrong or bad. I just want to offer you a new perspective that will not only help you sell more effectively, but will also help you feel better about selling, which in relation makes it more effective, right? Because if you feel good about it and your clients feel good about it, then it's going to make it easier. You're going to show up more to sell and it's just going to be the snowball effect, right? Okay, so let's dive in. I got a lot to say as always. So get out your notes or your mental pad and paper and let's dive in. So what makes selling clean or unclean? 
I think the simplest way I can define clean selling as you are completely detached to if you are going to make a sale or not. When you are on a sales call, you are more focused on helping your potential client make the right decision for them without your own projections or motives, right? So that would be the clean selling definition. So unclean selling would look like you are projecting your feelings, your motives onto potential clients, and you're more focused on you and what you want, and you're not as focused on what your potential client is telling you that they want, right? So things get a little muddy, things get a little bit unclean, right? So here are some examples or signs that you may have some unclean selling and what I would invite you to think about in order to shift into clean selling. But first I want to preface, there isn't anything good or bad or right or wrong about this. I am more so sharing what I have seen to be the most effective. And yes, I'm using terms like clean and unclean, but know that if I share something that is in an unclean category that you do and you want to continue doing and you like your reasons for doing it, that is more than fine. I am more so wanting to have you question why you are doing something. Like, do you just do it because Kathy, the coach said that that was going to be the only way you'll hit 10K months? You know what I'm saying? You know, I want you to think about your reasons and I want you to like your reasons for anything and everything that I share, right? So again, nothing is bad or wrong. Just want to bring you into a different perspective so you can make the right decision for you. So the first thing to help you have more clean pricing or clean selling is, of course, having your prices listed. There is such a great debate on if you should have your prices listed before someone gets on a call versus telling them the price on the call. Now, for me, this is kind of a no-brainer. And if you've been listening to the podcast, you probably know what I'm going to say. But I'm going to say have your prices listed before they get on the call. Now, why I believe that not having your prices listed is unclean is because I think people are like, well, if you have your prices listed, then people will convince themselves that they can't afford it or that you won't have the opportunity to convince them because they won't be on a call with you. You know, like it's so much easier to convince them while they're sitting there in front of you on the call. Now, if that's the reason then I believe that this is unclean and I would go as far to say manipulative, right? This leads us to feel icky and kind of dreading our sales calls, right? I think the reason that we feel icky around sales still in 2022 is like we are sold to left and right in 2022, right? It's because we sell without full consent, you know? We feel icky when we don't sell from this full consent. And then, yeah, of course, it's going to feel off. It's going to feel wrong. It's going to feel icky. So for example, to take this out of the context of coaching, I think one of the most annoying salespeople are the people at the kiosks in the mall that like want to straighten your hair. (laughs) And maybe you have never experienced this if you have straight hair, but like I have wavy hair or if you have curly hair you are just like a target for these people. They would pick me out of a crowd. I'm just 
going through the mall and I hated it because I didn't sign up to get flagged down by the kiosk salesperson in the mall. <laughs> you know, I signed up for to walk around in the mall and to go to the stores that I wanted to walk into and go to, right? And I think what makes it even more just uncomfortable and without consent is because of the proximity. I feel cornered to give them an answer or an excuse. And that doesn't feel good. So as you can see, when you have somebody on a sales call with you and you're hiding your prices until somebody gets on that call with you, you are doing the same thing to them. How are they going to feel at the end of that call? Probably a little bit off and a little bit jaded and a little bit that they felt cornered, right? And this is how we get people that give us excuses on calls or they give us a yes, but then later there are no, right? It's because they felt cornered in some sense, right? And that's never how we want our clients to feel, especially in something so sacred as coaching and something so intimate as coaching as well. So this is a really easy fix. Have your prices listed on a form, on your website, on a little landing page that you create in a sales post on Instagram. And if you feel uncomfortable with selling, like putting that price out there, then that has way more to do with you and how you feel about the price and the value of your work. So go get coached on that. <laughs> Don't corner your potential clients, you know? When you hide your prices and make people get on a call with you, you are believing that you need to convince them. That is the only way that they're going to pay this is that you need to convince them and show them and prove to them the value. But when you have your prices listed, you're giving them actually the opportunity to convince themselves before they even get on the call. And I think that adds so much to, you know, consent and giving people like autonomy to create their own decisions and trusting that they're going to make the right decision for them. And adding to the consent piece, this is why I say sales call, quote unquote, I use sales call term because I don't need to hide the fact that I'm selling because selling isn't icky. It's something that I don't need to hide. And I don't need to hide behind the terms like connection call or discovery call to do that, you know, and this really is more so about consent and bettering my feelings and thoughts around selling. So if that is the case, if you're feeling sticky or icky in any of those things, go get coached, do your self-coaching, all the things so that you can sell a little bit better and that you don't have to hide behind a discovery call or hiding your prices or any of those pieces, right? Okay, let's move on to number two that I have. Stop trying to protect your potential clients. Okay, this one. <laughs> I know so many coaches that do this unintentionally. Hell, I even did this as a hairstylist, right? We will often try and protect our potential clients from pain that we have experienced. And now you might be confused. <laughs> you might be like, isn't that the point? And I would venture to say that no, it's not. Because our experience is never going to be exactly our client's experience. Our thoughts and feelings and all of those things and how we react will never be exactly the same. 
So how we will try to save our potential clients, for an example, um, on a sales call is that we will pull back from selling or we will feed into their objections. And usually this comes up around money. For example, let's say you have credit card debt. And have and you have all the feels around your debt. You are feeling shame around it. You feel disappointed in yourself that you even got into debt. You're just having all the feels around it. So when your potential client says that when they want to coach with you, they're ready to coach and that they're going to put it on a credit card, they're going to incur some debt, right? And they're going to incur the interest on it and all the things and that they want you, that they want to know about the payment plans that you offer, if you are trying to save them from your pain around your debt, you may pull back. You may go, oh, well, don't put it on a credit card or just save up first or better yet, you'll try and like discount yourself to save them from the pain of being in debt, the pain, quote unquote, of being in debt. But that has nothing to do with them. When I was thinking about investing in my third coaching program, that was a $5,000 investment. I was like, am I sure I want to do this? I'm still paying off the last one. Maybe I should wait until the next round. But my coach said something to me that really clicked. She said, imagine what would happen if you didn't wait and that you decided that it was your time now. And you can absolutely wait, but imagine the opportunities you can create for yourself later if you get started now. And I was like, okay, here's my credit card. <laughs> and I'm so, so, so grateful and happy I did that. And there is so much value in not waiting. And that's the energy that I want you to embody when you are selling. The energy of, I believe that my program is powerful and I imagine what my clients could experience, feel, and create sooner by investing now and get it started right now, even if they're going to put it on a credit card. And that makes me a little uncomfy, right? The truth is, if you're trying to save your clients in the sales call and in the sales process, then you're definitely trying to save them in your coaching container. And that isn't coaching, right? You are, by definition, the coach. Think of it like a football coach, right? They can help the players strategize, strategize, um, push them to see their potential. They can motivate them to try again and again after they fail. But at the end of the day, the players are the ones on the field. They're the ones playing the game. The coach doesn't go on the field for them. The players have to do that and they have to make the decisions that are going to help them in that to win the game, right? And what happens out there is up to them. They're in control. You can't save the players from getting hurt or losing the game, but you can be there to support them and help them try again. And that is your role as the coach. Also, if you want to learn more about that, listen to the podcast episode about empowered clients thoughts to learn more about thoughts that you can have around your clients to see them through a more empowering lens. Because again, if we're trying to like save them or help them, we're probably not seeing them through the most empowered lens, right? And you always want to be coming back to that place. And again, I know I'm using coach terms a lot, but you can do this in any area of business, right? When you are selling something you and working with clients, 
you absolutely can apply these tips to any of any industry that you are working with clients, right? Okay. So number three, you are viewing your client like a check. So we end up doing some funky stuff with this one. When we view our client like a paycheck, which is the energy of maybe you haven't had a client in a while, or you are wanting to hit some form of income goal in your business. Uh, You want to view the potential client as like, oh, this is, you know, thousand dollars that could go towards my debt or my vacation or will help me hit 50k this year you know like all of that energy behind it like when we view our clients like a paycheck we are way more focused on our goals than the client's goals and when this happens we might do some weird things like we might try to position ourselves as an expert by sharing all of our certifications and experience um but that's like going to the doctor (laughs) and when you are trying to tell them that you are struggling with, you know, whatever you're struggling with, maybe a headache or something like that. And they're just like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah, I get it. Actually, I graduated from Stanford and this is why you should like really trust me with this. (laughs) It's like, no, I, I don't, I'm here. I don't need to like trust you more. Like I still don't, I just feel like now I trust you less, right? Because I still don't know if you can help me like Stanford grad or not. I don't feel like you can solve my issue now. You know, I did have some trust, but now I'm confused, right? And that's what matters. Again, we try to go into this like convincing energy, but I invite you into the belief that you don't have to convince anyone to work with you. You are simply helping them convince themselves. And when we view our clients like a paycheck, We are also feeding into like the limiting belief that there aren't going to be more clients out there. Like this is it. So we need to put so much pressure on ourselves and our potential clients. And that never feels good for either parties, right? And I truly believe that body language and energy speaks really loud on sales calls. So if you are feeling pressure or scarcity, then that will reveal itself in one way or another, right? So something to look out for and to really get your thoughts clean around your feelings on your goals, right? And being able to separate that from your potential client's goals and being solely present on that call with them while you are selling, right? And practicing your own beliefs and your own mindset on how to detach from these specific goals, especially when you are in these moments of recognizing that you're feeling scarcity or any of those pieces and just solely coming back to how can I help people to the best of my capacity? How can people working with me change their lives for the better? What are the reasons my program or my services are really going to benefit people and they're going to keep coming back again and again and again, right? So to sum up, I want to mention that I share this to bring awareness to some unclean selling practices, but this doesn't mean that you have to be perfectly clean and aligned to sign a client. You absolutely can still make sales without implementing any of these, but imagine how many more sales you can close and how many more aligned clients you can bring on when you implement these tips that I shared with you today. 
So one thing is to listen to these tips. Another step is to implement it. And if you want help in this area so you can multiply your sales before the end of the year, I invite you to schedule a sales call with me to become a one-on-one client. This is absolutely the work that we dive deep into, and it's a very intimate and one-on-one container. So if you want to learn more about that and schedule a sales call, link is down in the show notes as always. All right. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a beautiful week and we will chat very soon. If you are serious about making more money in your business without the hustle, then you better get on my email list. Sign up now with the link in the show notes to receive two exclusive trainings on client attraction that will help you sign your dreamiest clients fast. If you're ready to go to the next level, you can learn how to work with me by going to my website, www.beccajoecavanaugh.com. Thank you so much for listening and we will chat next week.